0: to their hill is always greener a show where four friends and sometimes a guest have chill discussions about sonic the hedgehog to distract themselves from the inevitable passage of time which keeps on going and their own rapidly waning ability to relate to the youth oh boy
1: uh i'm (laughs) falero i'm rock
2: the jake i'm cyberlink
1: i'm
3: the game buddy of delphius (laughs) (laughs) And who's that over there? Tommy Das Oh,
4: hey
2: Who are you? Greetings and salutations <laughs> Hello, uh, yo-ho, ahoy
4: The wayward bones of the cinephile pirate captain Why sail the seven seas when I could sail the silver screens? It's me, Domi Lari Vibbe.
1: Ooh, I like that
4: Love it
0: You should use it for something No
4: <laughs> <laughs> Look, when I signed up to be one of these VTubers No one told me I had to, like, stream It wasn't oh. part of the deal
0: <laughs> i mean all the best vtubers just tweet all these days anyway so damn yeah. skippy hi welcome thanks for joining us Thank the, you this for this episode me. yes we yes, talk about yes. something really
4: good oh it's gonna be the best really one. good you've got like what yeah. 50 of these episodes nah this was that was they were all just build up
0: yeah we've been i mean technically we have been building up to this for a while it's one of the we have <laughs> like many we have these like horrible top there are these like the 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 taboo topics that we don't want to talk about but we eventually <laughs> need to get to like they're kind of like the very I don't know what you call these things the 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 cursed items of sonic discussion mm. that we have to <laughs> eventually reach in this is one of them
2: I I know we've said it before but these episodes have been like the sword of Damocles hanging over our heads for this entire run yeah
3: okay, see that's a bare mouthful. Part part of our mission statement on this show is to keep things pretty, you know, light and positive. Not that we don't go into, like, extreme detail on the things we enjoy. And there's just a few topics in the Sonic franchise that we said are going to be pretty hard to say anything nice about. And (laughs) this is one of them. So we're talking
0: about Sonic Underground, by the way, guys. Um, (laughs) Just in case that, like, it just gets you wondering which one
4: of those this was. It's that one. Didn't narrow it down, I suppose.
2: A seer warned of a deadly fate, us having to do this episode. (laughs) So technically, we're we're covering...
4: Give up your standards. Separate. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, technically,
0: uh, it took a lot of efforts for us to watch one episode of this show. In fact, we were planning on doing a more than a few of these, but uh, I'm pretty sure Jeremy just watched yep. this one and was like I am done. <laughs>
1: <He was> like, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I remember Jeremy was like, "I think this one's just enough to talk about." Yeah, I think I think in our chat,
3: our, our chat, I was like, "Well, you know,
1: we should we should probably do the
3: episode with knuckles in it." And there's only two of those, right? Like, nope, the other one's a three parter. And I said, "Well, we could probably." get an episode out of watching those four they're they're pretty short and you know the show is not exactly known for being uh uh having in-depth storytelling and then i got through the first one and i'm like you know what fellas i know i was the (laughs) one that said maybe we should watch them all let's uh let's just stick with this first one and uh (laughs) maybe revisit the subject in the future (laughs) that's natural selection
4: at work you know your your body is evolved enough to protect you (laughs) the rest
3: of <laughs> my antibodies kicked in
0: <laughs> uh, whereas the rest of us chomp down on that thing even though it's killing us like it's a spicy pepper or oh. really thing. Uh, <laughs> who
5: okay.
2: said
0: chomps oh no, no! <laughs> <I'm getting too laughs> it.
5: Oh,
0: so man. hey um yeah the, the sonic underground we're basically here to talk about sonic underground as a concept because it is a can of worms that we've needed to open for a while, but mainly we're doing that through the lens of talking about possibly the only episode many people bothered to watch of the show because Knuckles, isn't it?
2: Yeah, Knuckles, Love him. Yeah, great. the first time that Knuckles ever showed up in a North American Sonic cartoon.
3: Yeah. yep and it was this one yeah technically the the ova had been out in in japan i think we wouldn't get it in the west until this year it was around the same time because
2: sonic adventure was also
3: looming over the horizon in in 1999 but
2: yeah it would have been a little bit after this but very close
3: yep but uh here's here's knuckles that old red spiky anteater everybody loves and cherishes and he's in this show yep Lucky boy. Well, <laughs> before before we dive into like a brief history of what the hell Sonic Underground is, I did want to ask Dami, like what what is your what is your brief history with Sonic that would lead you to guesting on this show with us old farts? Well, with
4: with Sonic in general, it started uh, when I was young. I'd, I'd go to my grandmother's every week, and uh, my uncle at the time was still young enough to be living with his parents, and uh, he had a Mega Drive, of course. So uh, I would be playing a lot of Sonic 1 and Sonic 2. Never Sonic 3, because he didn't get it, because he's a loser, and I hate him. Oh. <laughs> Deprived you.
0: Disgusting.
4: But uh, yeah, played a lot of Sonic 1 and 2, and then eventually at some point I was at a friend's house, and they introduced me to Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. And it was like, oh, oh, bugger me. Oh, he, he's getting around. He's, he's, he's running, he's talking, he's doing all of it tails is there
3: there might be something to this sonic and
4: that was it that was it for me i was i was in at that point for for many years over a decade it was like yeah that's that's my guy right there slaps him (laughs) on his little (laughs) blue butt that's that's my guy
0: (laughs) i mean yeah i guess there are people who are just like oh adventures yeah that's my jam uh and to be fair for me as a kid i was like yeah i love i love adventures was great to me it wasn't properly sonic but it was a sonic show and it was fun and colorful and enjoyable
2: i mean we all still like going back to it
0: yeah Mm -hmm.
4: i think it wasn't even so much that i enjoyed adventures itself it was just the fact that it was like whoa that was a game but now it's a telly show what's going on here (laughs) yeah that that, that's two different things how are you both this is hang on a minute
1: (laughs) it can be two things
4: (laughs) yeah no i popped off i you know i picked up some issues of sonic the comic i started getting more of the games adventure was a real you know big big point of being like oh oh we're in (laughs) And, and then when he wound up on the playstation with sonic heroes it's like oh there's no going back now now he's easily accessible. I don't got to go to my uncle's house for
1: squat.
0: <laughs> so long, uncle. Don't need you anymore. I've got Sonic in my home. You and your not <laughs>
1: Sonic 3 have an ass.
0: Yeah, sorry, but that guy who denied you Sonic 3. He's the real villain of this episode, I'm afraid. <laughs> Damn,
2: <man. laughs> uncle from another console. <laughs>
4: Oh, but yeah, no bad. Deviant Art, Newgrounds. I I made my way around, you know. Thankfully, uh, I think a lot of it's not there anymore. There's probably still some on Deviant Art somewhere that I haven't cleaned up.
0: But, uh, but it's probably under a different name, I'm sure, so no one will know. Not
4: entirely sure. Maybe. Uh-oh. Don't know. Uh-oh. Probably, Uh-oh. probably. under a different name. Probably <laughs> nobody find nobody look it. For that. <laughs> nobody look for that. Probably has some slurs in it. You know how the internet was back then. Uh, yeah, of
5: course.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we've don't we've find all it. Grown and been become better people. <laughs> then again i did delete my deviant art like a decade ago
4: <laughs> natural selection at work again protecting you
3: unfortunately which uh, i think that episode will be out for sure like that is i think the only place where the original written version of how metal sonic stole christmas was so i <laughs> inadvertently created a lost piece of media <laughs> maybe it's somewhere <laughs> out there so i guess that's
0: that's it for you and sonic and i all ended there well or did it uh, yeah you want me to talk about him huh i mean like so you so you're actually a person who has experienced sonic underground before
4: that's true so yeah uh, like i was saying before we got started i never saw set am as a child like i saw adventures of sonic the hedgehog on a tape my friend had but that was it i never saw set am i don't know what channel they aired on in the uk i just missed that one completely but at one point some morning I turned on CITV which is one of the the publicly available channels you get here and hang on Sonic is on that but Tails isn't here and there's two more of him and they're <laughs> playing the rock and roll <laughs> <laughs> of course this was this was Sonic Underground and i i got way more hooked on this than than adventures again because i hadn't seen sat am the cyberpunk setting the dystopian future that was all brand spanking new to me so i was like whoa stuff just got real
3: (laughs) from from my research that was an intentional choice on the uh productions part to kind of mm, not continue sat am but to be like hey this is kinda cool, right? <laughs> I just <laughs> take that setting wholesale.
1: Right on its coattails.
4: It worked on my little little butt. I think I think in my head I tried to justify it that Sonic Underground was like a prequel to Adventures, it must have been a cartoon that was on before (laughs) that I had missed because like, Eggman Robotnik, he was in in charge, you know he was the top dog, he was Mm. turning everyone into robots, Tails wasn't there yet, I'm like all right, this must have all happened and then Sonic saved the day and kicked Eggman's butt and then he met Tails and like, you know, Manic and Sonya, they must be off doing king and queen things now because they were the prince and prince it all makes sense in your little boy head yep
3: I I have distinct memories of of, probably the seed was planted by like Archie comics that like as a kid, like knowing that these were like separate things, but still like trying to, you know, have like the 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 cork board with all the yarn strings in my head saying like, oh, well, yeah, like like this could take place before this. And he hadn't met Sally Acorn yet. And then, oh, and then he took a vacation to Station Square and Sonic Adventure happened and yada, yada, yada.
4: The I train leaving for the Mystic Ruins will be departing soon. I spent hours
3: doing that as a kid. And you know,
0: eventually... doing much more work than the people who made this show did <laughs> making things make oh, sense. Oh
3: yes.
4: I mean we had more time. I mean, that's true.
3: <laughs> you mentioned Deviant Art, like, and then you gotta throw your own OCs in there to, mm. you know, marry various official characters and have children and super forms and all that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> on on a related note. I'm a bit of an OC junkie. Anyone who knows me will know that I have hundreds of the damn things, but I only (laughs) ever had one Sonic OC and it was inspired by an episode of Sonic Underground. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. So I can't escape this, this fandom of this very specific section of the fandom. It's ingrained in my bones and that's all I am.
0: You did actually tell me which episode
4: it was, so I did
0: watch it ahead of time today Oh, lucky to be, you. To see if I get some context to that, but I guess you're not <laughs> going to go too, delve too deep into that one.
4: Oh no, we're talking about the Knuckles episode today.
0: That's true, fair enough. Well, you, you've avoided it this time. So,
3: uh, but before we get into the episode we all watched, I did want to give a brief history of how sonic underground came to be and the mostly the source that i drew this from is from an interview with ben Hurst, who was a a large creative force on sad am he he didn't write a ton of episodes but he i think he was kind of he wasn't the official like story editor but worked with um them a lot uh believe that was um Who was it? Lynn Jansen. And then uh, Hearst has a longtime writing partner, Pat Ali or Patricia Ali. And they were like kind of the dream team on Sad A.M., they like I'm sure I'm sure Sonic old heads who who uh, especially grew up watching Saturday know who Ben Hurst was, um, but he used to give a lot of interviews in like the early days of the internet on like IRC channels and uh, the website SaturdayMorningSonic.com has a large archive of a lot of his interviews that um, just have a bunch of cool stories and you know God bless him Ben was very open about like. <laughs> what was going on in his personal life during this production. And I, you know, it just kind of kills me that he's not around. You know, he sadly passed away uh, several years ago, but the, the way he tells it, Sonic underground was that he got a call from, from Deke animation to come in to uh, uh, pitch some stories. And, was basically invited to what is known as like a cattle call, which is where they call a bunch of writers in. You come into one big meeting, pitch a bunch of stories after they tell you like the premise of a of this cartoon. And then they pick the ones they like and you get to write them. But it's seems kind of sh- because if they don't pick your story, then you don't get paid for the, you know, you don't get paid for coming up with it. And, uh, it seems like that that was not a thing that Ben usually did. Apparently the executives were like, look, Ben, we like guarantee we'll pick out some of your stories. So he's like, all right, well, I'll, I'll come in and do this. And sure enough, they get there. It's a whole bunch of writers, um, some he knows, like he brought his, his writing partner around, uh, uh, along with him and they play an episode of Sad AM. He says, not, not one that he or, he or Pat wrote, but just one of the, you know, the other ones that established the tone. And they basically said like, here's what we are copying for this new Sonic show. And then... Kind of the rest is history. I think Ben was able to get Lynn Jansen, the story editor for Sat.am, on as kind of in the same capacity on Sonic Underground. But Deke and everyone was very much like, you can't change what we've come up with. And what we've come up with is... It's Sonic, he has two siblings now, they are in a band, we are having a song every episode, mostly so we can sell that song and, like, collect the royalties on it. Not the writers, though, they don't get the royalties, we do, because we are, you know, we are buying out everything you create for us, and basically it sounds like the production of the entire show, from writing to animation to everything, was incredibly rushed, had a very short timetable... And as much as they tried, like, this was never going to be a continuation of Sad AM for, like, Ben Hurst and his team. And I, I very much, we, we have this these whole interviews in the show notes. He's very candid um, about how he's still proud of the work they did. There definitely are some... Uh, you know, as much as I personally do not like this show, like there are some gems in there, some pretty like good character interactions and in, and in cartoon writing, but you can only do so much with the, uh, the pen and paper when it comes to, you know, having to get animated and whatnot. So does not seem like they, they set out to make the next revolutionary cartoon and just kind of wanted, a licensed thing that they could make a quick buck on which is that is my opinion i'm not putting words into mr Hearst's mouth, but it makes a lot more sense when you look at what sonic underground is and then go to look at how it started and they rushed this out like
0: really bad there were like two episodes a week i think they said they were making that's
4: ridiculous yeah after the cattle call they scripted two a week goodness me
2: absurd
3: it ended up just being one season uh 40 episodes ended up airing depending it was made for syndication in the u.s which means it aired on a bunch of channels um from like early 99 to late 2000 i i remember it aired at like 5 or 6 a.m on the sci-fi channel in my net you know in my area and so i would set my
2: oh go ahead I was going to say it was 6 a.m. in my area on my local WB affiliate. I know that because while be- before the show, I literally found the commercial for my area's broadcast of it. Oh, oh, oh nice
0: wow. Sonic <laughs> <laughs> Underground. Wanted
5: for music. Wanted for laughs. Yeah. <laughs> Wanted for action. His sister Sonya and his brother Maddox have a band.
0: They're already in the top ten. In fact, they're number one on Robotnik's most wanted list. Sonic Underground. Wanted
3: for fun?
5: Sonic Underground. Weekday mornings at six on
4: wb 20
3: I need to look up mine because, okay, it, it wasn't necessarily a Sonic Underground commercial. I remember... It would air it was the first daytime show and so before uh that you know you'd get up i'd get up 10 minutes before so i wouldn't miss it or or you know to hit record on my vcr and it would be the switchover from like infomercials whatever to daytime programming and i promise you every time and i think this commercial's on youtube i will play it it was a commercial for oh man i don't know if it was anime blasters or it could have been an old adv you know some anime distributor in the west but played this commercial that started out with this narrator saying like you know these cartoons ain't for kids this ain't no mickey mouse and it was a bunch of like (laughs) anime ovas with like oh demons and monsters and scantily clad ladies and let me tell you the whole thing scared these out of me as a kid because it's like ah monsters tentacles uh ladies in bikinis i'm confused <laughs> and this was right before you know sonic underground and so i remember being like well, i'll just pretend this isn't on sonic's coming he's gonna rescue me
2: and boy. this ain't no mickey mouse this ain't no looney tune this is anime. And it's taking America by storm. Now, you can catch the anime fever or turbocharge your current anime video collection with the best of Japanese anime 2. But be warned, the best of Japanese anime 2 ain't no kid stuff. It's animation grown up and gone wild. And
3: I didn't even, did not even consistently record and get up to watch it. Like, I think I remember making it through the three-part pilot, and I might have seen the Knuckles episode. And at some point, even as like a nine, 10-year-old, i just gave up i couldn't tell you (laughs) why (laughs) maybe it was just didn't want to get up that early or didn't want to program my vcr but i i still don't think i've seen all of sonic underground might have to change that someday but
2: i I know i have not seen all of it because i was also like like i said it was 6 a.m and i you know i was 10 at the time i'm like I don't have the patience to get up that early and I don't even have the patience to set that up to record. So, you know, that just never (laughs) happened. Although, but something I did discover, I'm like, I never had enough interest in Sonic Underground to even like bother owning it on VHS or DVD or whatever. And then I kind of had an epiphany and I'm like, wait. That's technically not true because I suddenly remembered that I have a Legend of Zelda cartoon DVD because I'm a weird person, and there are two <laughs> bonus episodes of Sonic Underground on it. Oh my so God.
3: I think I had this that VHS as well. Oh my God, Jeez. If you like Zelda, you'll love,
0: love Sonic, Sonic Underground <laughs>
1: the Super Mario you'll brother's love super these show.
4: other shows that we own. I was gonna say, even as the person you've invited on to be specifically the Sonic Underground guy, even I haven't seen every episode of this godforsaken show. And I, I <laughs> no. like the show and I still haven't like brought myself to sit through the whole thing.
3: And you know, I think they're all up on um whatever I think it's Wild Brains YouTube. I think there's yep. several yep. different versions. There's like uploads from nine years ago, some from six years ago, so there it's up there. Um
0: listen, I, it's all available. You can watch watch it at any time the problem is you have to watch it
3: (laughs) (laughs) and they
2: just they just put out that uh dvd set of the whole series which is like one of the few times i've been like oh they put out a full series release of a sonic cartoon but do i really want it Uh... (laughs) i
3: I don't even think it's the first time they've done a full dvd release um i think this is like a reissue because they just did that with sad am as well like a Boy, is it a reissue. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's just bare bones, the episodes and not very good quality slapped on DVDs. And for various reasons, like, uh, look, man, if Discotech got a hold of Sonic Underground, I would probably buy it just to support that company. But yeah. I don't think that's in the cards. Same with Sad AM. And then for even more reasons, same for the Sonic OVA. But... If you, if you told me, if you told me like the only way we could get a re-release of Sad AM and the OVA is to buy our Sonic Underground
4: re-release, I'd, I would do it, man. But hey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll gladly tell you, it's just going to be a lie.
0: <laughs> um, can you imagine, like, I don't know if I, this show would be any better upscaled and in its highest possible quality, but I would,
3: yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> just, got that weird, it. it's, it's, it's 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 digital animation it's very flat digi paint um yeah. i think we said the 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 frame rate is obviously very interlaced and kind of messed up which you know is also not to just dog on sonic un- underground is also a problem in like sonic x like that is also has a weird like varied frame rate to where you get weird interpolation it, it's just one of those shows that was animated like they never thought of like oh someday in 10 15 years this will need to be upscaled on a blu-ray it's like no absolutely did not think of that no it's so. all the
0: future here just the now and making lots of money money
3: not even lots just like enough i guess <laughs> <laughs> i would be would be interested to know the the bottom line on this show but
2: <laughs> a profit's a profit
3: yeah yep. by the way i just want to say
0: like i know like this is some people's favourite Sonic show. Absolutely. This is some people's, like, introduction to Sonic as a media property, and that's fine. Like, if you really enjoy this show, I'm, I'm not going to take it away from you. There's some actual... There's some quality in here, if you look hard enough. Some of the episodes I watched today were passable. That's something. I thought it was all sh**. As <laughs> um, <laughs> base core, I don't think it's very good. As a very cynically put-together kind of show. But if it's your favourite, because, like we said, this about every single Sonic thing that we cover then don't let us being miserable about it take away your personal enjoyment, because that's still there. If this inspired you to draw things on Deviant Art, that's great. If you're like Tamers12345 and you're like, oh man, I'm going to make an animation series based on this, King. and by that I mean Sonic and Bartleby specifically,
3: <laughs> um, you know what, more power to you. If, um, if, if sleet and Dingo awakened your latent BDSM transformation <laughs> fetish, then God bless you. I mean, at heart to have, to some people.
4: <laughs> I think you guys can say all the nice things you want to Sonic Underground fans. It's clear you don't respect them, because we're like 15 minutes into this podcast and we haven't had a single musical number.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know we've talked about this before, but like... My rule of thumb is that if, even if you're a fan of something, you need to be able to, like, look at the problems with it. And, you know, it's fine if you are a fan of something, you know, in spite of whatever issues. But don't try and ignore the stuff that is wrong with it, because that's just yes does not benefit anybody. It's yeah, incredibly
4: no. difficult to do that with Sonic Underground, because even <laughs> in the very first episode, which by all accounts should be the one you put the most budget into to draw people in within the first like 10 minutes there's a shot where sonic is running and they're making a big deal about how this is like his first real display of super speed and they forgot to put on the layer his legs are on <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah.
3: now i don't even are we talking about the 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 three-part pilot or are we talking about the actual first episode which is oh just yeah well that's a whole right other kind of
0: man it's terrible
3: Because I remember, but that's another thing Ben Hurst talked about. He, with his partners, they got together a three-part pilot uh, to, you know, set the stage, set what this show is about. And I don't even
4: think it was aired. It was aired incredibly out of order. so. So the problem was the air dates in France were in order, sort of, and then the air dates in America were not as much. But the American air dates became the official episode order. The free parter is episodes 1, 28, and 30.
3: Oh. Oh my god. (laughs) Oh yes, Yeah, I'm seeing that right here. Just, man. Uh, like I said, that I seems like Ben Hurst and his partners did all they could. <laughs>
4: there's, there's another three-parter we... involving Knuckles, which I, I think was supposed oh, yeah. to serve as some yep. sort of season finale or whatever. And that ended up becoming episodes 25, 27, and 29 out of 40.
0: At least they're kind of consecutive, just with something in between.
2: Yeah, another three-parter in between, that's what. Yeah, so
4: the origin free parter was interspersed with the Flying Fortress free part uh, so one week you'd get part of the flying fortress saga and the next week you get part of the origin saga and then back and forth like that for some godforsaken reason
3: that might have been another reason i gave up uh, as a kid because i probably like thought i was missing episodes when they were just airing them in the most ass backwards order possible
4: it's it's not even like they give a little recap at the start of each part to be like oh well while this was happening uh back in the when we first met up here was how we trained and got ready to fight this menace. It's like, no, the episode just starts like you should already know this. Keep up, kid.
3: Like, I'm sorry, Queen Alina, your your lead-ins uh do not actually help anyone at all. No. <laughs> are are we ready to dive into the the, the one official episode for this? This Before podcast, we do, I
0: just realized that not all of us have recounted our history with Sonic Underground. Yeah, we've, we're going
3: all over the place, just like the airing order of Sonic Underground. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll fix it in the edit, which is something Sonic Underground did not do. Well, yeah.
2: hey, do you know what and my, neither uh, will we. You
0: know what my experience with Sonic Underground with was? Uh, I found out it was a thing like many, many years after it happened, because I, I don't know if whether, where it was on telly uh, at the time. I wasn't one of the ones I have the nostalgia for that I do with as um, A-O-S-T-H or uh, Satayam at all, it's one of those things that, I, uh, the first thing I ever saw of it was the French introduction. That's how I learned it exists, so I thought it was Sonic la Rebelle!
5: Sonic la Sonic
1: la J'aimerais voir mes enfants mais j'attends à demain. Soit et risquerais de forcer leur destin.
0: Yeah that's, that's about it. I don't have any the only memory I have of maybe this existing in my childhood was a friend of mine um possibly in my school. I don't remember exactly, but all what well, the main thing I remember about them is they talked about Sonic with me and that's what stands out to me in my childhood. And so he came up to me and was like, "Oh, did you know, did you see that new episode of the Sonic cartoon?" I was like, "No, why? What happened? Knuckles is in it." I was like, "What, really?" And I was like looking for that for ages because I thought maybe you meant like adventures or sat AM and I never found it. And then when I went on the internet, I was like, oh, it's this one. Oh, he's, this is the thing he's in. <laughs> this band show. Great. <laughs> oh,
2: boy. He didn't even
4: get an instrument. No.
0: That's true. That's all, that's what they were missing here. What would he play?
2: He has his fists, which are instruments of destruction. Oh, a recorder. <laughs>
0: <laughs> By the way, Jake, what's your history with the show? Just so we can cover everyone.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Uh, my history is that... For years, I had heard the bad reputation of the show. I, I never saw it. And actually, I never saw Adventures or Sat AM on TV as a kid either because I just didn't have cable and it didn't air on any of the publicly available channels in my area. But um, I years later, I saw that it was on Netflix. So I watched a little bit of it and I'm just like... Yeah, this sucks. And so I stopped watching it. <laughs> and then, so today's episode, Friend or Foe, is officially the very first episode of Sonic Underground that I've watched start to finish. And let me tell you, I had a great time. There's, yeah. so, there's so much that I can pick apart and have fun with in this episode.
3: <laughs> you, you went in with the proper expectations.
1: Yes. Yes. Exactly. I, I, the, the bar was set on the ground, so I stepped over it and I saw what was on the other side of the tracks and it was funny. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: that's the best way to get into this is just being like well i know it's gonna suck let's see how much it does uh let's have a good time with this okay i think we've covered all of our origin episodes when it comes to um sonic underground we got it's a bit out of order but that's fine
4: our tragic backstories are out of
1: the way (laughs) nothing tragic about mine
0: I was going to say I did, yeah, I did watch the the weirdly ordered um, introductory episodes of this show, which do give you like they, they give you an idea of what's going on with the show and the characters, and that is it's satyam but worse. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. It really is because <laughs> yep. the first episode you see like it's more or less like the blast to the past episode that we saw, where you see like the robonics like death ship or where it is coming over Mobotropolis.
3: A statue of King Acorn, yep. if
0: I remember correctly. Muscle bound King Acorn, as I'm sure he imagines himself. <laughs> I mean,
3: is that is is that the king? Is he the triplet's dad? Come on, man. Don't, know. What?
0: Don't tell ya. That's a mystery oh, for season boy. two. Uh Robotnik, but I think we mentioned it before, but Robotnik more or less looks like he did in in Satiam here. Slight, slight color changes, I think he's got two metal arms. Yeah, two metal arms. Wear, or, or wearing yeah. armor on one of them, I don't know. Um, he's more or less that, but just less intimidating.
4: There's an episode with a nightmare sequence, I remember, where Sonya has a bad dream that Robotnik captures her and like grabs her with his big robot arms, and then when she tries to get away, his arms just start like extending like friggin' Bender from Futurama. Armour. <laughs> like, I don't know if that's just because it was a nightmare or if they can actually just do that. I don't remember him doing it in any other episode.
3: Oh, come on. This is Deke. You mean like Inspector Gadget.
2: I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Apologies. <laughs> go, go, Gadget Arms.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, poor Gary Chalk, he's trying.
0: <laughs> hey, you know what, that's, by the way, a little note, side note here, uh, mostly Canadian cast on the show, like with some Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. Yep, so yes. there's Gary Chalk, um, Optimus Primal himself, or the Optimus <laughs> Primal that I care about, um, <laughs> playing playing Robotnik, uh, coming back
1: from playing Grounder, now playing the villain, and Promote I it. think he does his best. I My note about him is just that, like, He's a he's a fine robotnik, but like he's definitely not my favorite. It's just,
3: yeah, he's fine. If it, but it is almost exactly the Sat AM design.
1: Like he deserves his
3: own robotnik design, and it would fit so much better. I think.
0: Yeah, because he's not into. He's not like really sinister in this. Like there's there's something horrible about him but he doesn't he doesn't have that sort of menacing presence that Jim Cummings' Robotnik does and that's nothing to, to like i'm sure this is what they told him to do just make him sound like a silly fat man which is what they're doing with this guy
3: yes it, it it's mostly de- the design that is letting him down like if it looked like just a new ro- a new version of robotnik i think this would be a much more memorable but i feel like barely anybody remembers that oh yeah gary Chalk was robotnik in Sonic Underground, but it wasn't Jim Cummings and his edging <laughs> Robotnik voice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um yeah. I guess, yeah, now now we can go, you know, before we get to the intro, <laughs> we can go over, yeah, it's a, it's a mostly Canadian cast. The big thing for this is that they got Jaleel White back, Yay! and he's Sonic, yeah. and, Yay! you know, he sounds a little bit different, because he's obviously older, I think he's, you know, he's a full-grown man at this point, point. Um, and so it, his Sonic sounds a little deeper than it did in, in sat AM and Adventures, but... They also have Jaleel White play the other hedgehog siblings, which is includes Manic, the, uh, you know, the, the, the basic he's, I mean, Manic is Aladdin. He's, he's the street rat (laughs) raised, raised to be a thief, uh, you know. And Aladdin and Michelangelo, I think, is yeah. the, maybe the best way to describe that's, that's it. That's the like. exact Michael voice gives him. Adel- <laughs> 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 And all due credit, like, Jaleel's manic voice is inc- very distinct from Sonic. Like, I remember as a kid not picking up that it was him right away until, you know, I paused my VHS on the credits. But they also asked him to voice Sonya, who is their sister. And, you know... It's just the Urkel voice. Yes, it's it's, it's a falsetto Urkel voice. And (laughs) it's not as bad as I remembered. It just seems like a very weird decision. And the only thing that makes sense to me is this was like part of... I think they were just trying to save session fees by making Jaleel White, you know, the only... L.A.-based actor in this show, I'm assuming, the only American-based actor in uh, uh, this show, to just play these three characters to just get it out of the way. And I I, I think he really did try, and like I said, is not as grating as I remembered. Um, I know it's worse than other episodes. It's just an odd decision, and that's not a... I, you know that is not a like weird like why'd they get the boy to play the girl it's like no it's just a it's just an odd decision like regardless to have one actor play these three leads and be talking to themselves constantly and that's true mm. it's
0: like th- the thing is it's like in a bridge series i'm one of the early yeah. <laughs> that's what takes oh me out God. of it a little bit yeah and that's coming from me so you know <laughs>
3: and, but, yeah you know, for yeah. a show
0: where they're having like all these serious stakes and stuff and the characters supposed to have like these serious emotional moments of each other it does take me out a little bit like, having Julia white talking to himself and there's nothing wrong with having like a you know a masculine sounding voice or a falsetto voice playing a, a woman like that's fine it's just i don't know it does just feel like Julia white's being stretched super thin here and you can hear it in the
4: voice yeah I, I feel like the casting directors just saw some of the episodes of family matters where steve urkel is up against his handsome clone steve Urkel, and thinking <laughs> yeah, oh Stephane. hang on uh, <laughs> hang on let him cook <laughs> let him
3: cook <laughs> And it also doesn't, again, this is drawing on my memories, uh, it also doesn't help that I remember most about Sonya is that her character personality is woman. (laughs) (laughs) Mostly, (laughs) because what they try to do with the characters here is they make them all have,
0: like, different class backgrounds, Mm -hmm. Uh, because Sonic is, like, you know, from the countryside, a rustic hedgehog, Manic is the- the He's kind of blue-collar. And and Sonia is the Tory. Um,
5: <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> you, you joke, but
3: no, she's literally like there. There is class disparity in this version of Mobius, and mm-hmm. Sonia grew up rich and privileged, and all of her friends are like airheaded. Uh, you know, like like you said, and ah man it's just it's it's odd like she also gets the and this is just cartoons at the time we've talked about it on a lot of these revisits like she usually gets to be the one that comes up with the plans and gets to say like all right silly you know the marge simpson voice there (laughs) all right silly boys we gotta do something smart now and yeah it's 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 not exactly like a pleasant dynamic half the time um, they're trying
0: to do something with it, though. Like, I feel
3: like there's... Throughout this whole show, I have this
0: feeling of there's something here, but it's being delivered so poorly and so rushed that it doesn't come across very well in most of these episodes. It's they've they, There's something, like, barely pulsating under the surface if they're not bothering to
3: dig deep enough to make it something. I remember an episode with Sonya where it's... They, they kind of pull it, like you said, they're trying where I think she gets sick. She basically just just gets sick of hanging out with her nasty brothers all the time. And so she goes and has like a girl day with an old friend of hers. The uh, I don't remember her name, but it's the, the one that Mindy talks little. like a valley girl, Sonia. Oh my gosh. And again, I'm sure it's it's very like stereotypical, but I remember at the time, like, oh well, this is this is okay. Like it's you know, Sonia is like mad at her nasty brothers, but also like, yeah, it's okay just to go hang out with your friends to you know, what she grew up with. And I can't remember I think her friend sells her out to Robotnik or something, but that's the one I remember, like okay, they're they're trying to give give her something, yes, like like you said just a moment ago, Mindy Latour. <laughs> which okay. oh, the, the 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 least <laughs> said about the background characters in this show the better like
4: i don't know what species they are they're mammalian of some description <laughs> I
0: don't like how most of these characters look like like every character every one of the characters has like a father like a parental figure mm-hmm. uh, that gets tragically roboticized a la Uncle Chuck in fact Uncle Chuck is one of them yep. uh, he's back again in the uh, initial episodes voiced by the Regional arch who's trying to do something
3: with that voice I don't know what it is <laughs> it's he sounds like an old prospector doesn't he Yeah, he don't, like, like, oh, you boy. boy. I, <laughs> I made you your you anti-gravity shoes <laughs> <laughs> that
0: That's pretty much it, and Manic has Farrell, who is this weird
3: sort of, like, bug man cool he's like a roach, roach
0: i guess yeah cool
3: literally <laughs> st- stole the infant manic off of the doorstep he was he was supposed to go to if i remember correctly well i think oh, some rat dude steals the child for some reason and i guess sells it off to this guy
4: yeah. so get f- this fagan guy yeah, who fa- wants a kid to teach the art of thievery i suppose yeah feral <laughs> is the leader of the thieves guild in this dystopian okay. future ah, so the that rat dude steals the baby and offers it up as tribute and feral's like this is mine now you are my <laughs> child now.
0: Hey, but apparently he's a good dad. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's teaching him dude. to
4: steal stuff,
0: but he seems yeah. pretty, pretty good until he gets stunned into a Mannix,
4: like, written off as, like, the thief and the slum kid, but he's actually, like, really good with technology, and especially security systems, obviously. And, like, he's, mm-hmm. he's like, easily dismissed by the other two a lot of the time, but he's actually, like, highly skilled, just highly impulsive, and gets himself. Nobody, nobody ever, ever trusts the rogue exactly (laughs) they and they do that a few times in episodes where manic
3: feels like even even if they find their mom and like mobius is is brought back you know is taken back from robotnik that he he does feel othered by them a lot because he's like i grew up you know i i'm not like you guys i'm not a goody two shoes whatever and again they they tried a lot like the execution just always felt really bad and it also doesn't help that manic had some of the worst songs <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which i mean we'll we'll get into the one in this episode eventually I mean, well I'm, from uh, this is
0: the only one of the rare instances of having like class disparity in a sonic storyline but i don't know if i like it very much they tried <laughs> but
1: man I, yeah they, it's well, from one drummer to another I can uh <laughs> I, I can
0: <laughs> Yeah, you probably relate a little bit. <laughs> I, I can
1: I can speak to the uh, the othering and <laughs> and and also the unfortunate sometimes truity of drummers have the worst songs.
4: <laughs> mm. Ironically, the three siblings they're voiced by Jaleel White, but in the musical numbers they each have like an, their own separate singing voice actor and ironically manix is the only one that has gone on to have like a full professional singing career outclass his voice oh, acting interesting. Career. what's
1: up
3: <laughs> i i would really i wouldn't know how to approach it respectively because i've heard most of these singing voices in other projects and where they sound um good But these, I I just wonder if it was another, like, these were churned out so fast and quick that, like most of these songs just sound terrible to my ear and because i mean i know sam vincent can sing in character voices like i immediately thought of um i'm pretty sure it's him in the uh what was it the littlest pet shop cartoon uh, a couple of years ago and i'm like that has lots of songs and sounds fine and it has a couple more people that were in this show but what Oh man, yeah. We 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 just gotta wait and get to the the song in this one because this yeah. this yeah. is one of the worst ones I remember. It's- I
2: feel I feel worst of all for Louise Valens who played uh, Sonia's singing voice because right after this she would end up doing basically the exact same thing singing at, like playing Dixie Kong in the Donkey Kong Country <laughs> cartoon.
3: <Yeah>. Oh wow. <laughs> oh
2: mouse, what did they do to you?
3: Oh man, now that's a show with some songs. <laughs> To be fair, the
0: songs in the Donkey Kong Country cartoon are amazing. Oh, they slap! <laughs> like they absolutely do.
4: Yeah, the, with the show, uh, the musical numbers and the writing, and it, it all just comes back to the fact, like, obviously, they didn't want to do this show in the first place as it was, but you know, they wanted to make an effort. They added all these elements, like the class disparity, the element of the backstory where Robotnik hasn't robotized the entire population because the aristocrats are putting the money in his pocket for his takeover yeah, so he's leaving yeah. them but like there's, you know there's stuff here they wanted to set it apart from Sat AM but just the fact they had to script two episodes a week they didn't have time to cook
3: no no and i'm sure there was there was very little communication between between writers and uh, you know a story editor supervisor can only do so much and
5: oh
4: yep yep. the the cancellation aside there was never a planned ending for this show they didn't get as far as getting to the episode idea or the concept where they would reunite with queen alina because they just assumed hey if we're gonna get contracted for more episodes if we're gonna land that season two we can't plan that far ahead and wrap it up because then how, where are we going to go from there?
0: Well, by not answering all the questions, they did answer one question and that was, will the prophecy come true? <laughs> nope. The answer was no.
4: No.
3: <laughs> the the closest we ever got was was Ian Flynn when he was writing for the Archie Comics, I think like had an entire pitch for for Sega like, hey, we can do a special, I think it was going to be a Sonic Universe arc and like wrap up the Sonic Underground story in a like cool fleshed out respectful way and it just never materialized Um,
5: Tragic.
3: and i mean i i remember like hearing about that online at the time and i'm like yeah yeah let this team do it i think they can do it and uh like like archie comics itself it just fizzled
2: out (laughs) yeah i i'm reading a post from john gray basically saying you know around 2013 like yeah they did they had a full script ready for the Sonic Underground "quote unquote" finale, and it just got put officially on hiatus until they could figure out how to even do it. And obviously, that unfortunately didn't happen.
3: Yeah, uh, just to, just to round out the voice cast here, uh, Maurice LaMarche is all over this show. His main role is Sleet Robotnik's uh wolf uh crony and uh he does a ton of extra voices um, yeah he,
2: he's basically he's- doing a peter laurie for sleet yeah
3: doing
0: various other celebrity voices throughout the whole show <laughs> just to sort of like round out
3: the cast a bit hey yep. man if when it works it works <laughs>
0: hey, if you do really, you get him to release some arse, you get him to do his impressions i'm sure he's got to have done his uh Oh, what's, what's like the one, there's that one voice he does for everything.
2: Orson Welles
3: for, uh. Yeah, Orson, right, yeah,
0: the the brain, brain, essentially. I
3: even think the, the Oracle of Delphius in the, the, uh, the, uh, the Origins three-parter, I remember, I think is kind of like a weird Jimmy Stewart, or like a Ralter Cronkite. I remember it was kind of like this. Oh, Queen (laughs) Alina. And, hey man, he was, he was doing his job. Uh, Peter Wilds is Dingo, which is Sleet's, uh. i guess he is a dingo his australian sidekick this was one of his only roles aside from uh the the f- dubs of the fatal fury movies playing andy oh, Bogard.
4: Yeah, hang on hang yeah. on who is he in fatal fury i gotta know he's
2: andy Bogard.
4: oh my god what a loser <laughs> <Yep>. sorry
2: <laughs> <laughs> i mean that is the proper reaction to andy Bogard, but
3: yeah <laughs> and then uh appearing to usually intro sometimes outro every episode is queen alina who was gail webster who um uh, she has an interesting voice it's it's definitely that um (laughs) aika from tenchi muyo fake british voice
2: (laughs) i definitely (laughs) i definitely remember mistaking her for Kath Susie a lot back in the day
0: yep yep yeah we're not gonna have sally in this then
3: no yeah, and that was uh, – I, I remember you talked about that was a problem because a lot of the the credits on these are copy-pasted and they just have like also featuring and sometimes miss actors So uh, for a long time, people didn't know in this episode that it's actually Brian Drummond that plays Knuckles.
2: And, Speaking uh, of actors coming back to voice Eggman years <laughs> after playing a different role.
3: Yep, yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, his knuckles isn't bad. It's, it's, it, I mean, it reminds me of OVA dub knuckles, which is maybe a little higher than I identify with knuckles, but yeah, it's not, it's not bad. Yeah, in the that's show. not. It's just not what I
0: would have Brian Drummond do. Yeah, know?
3: it's, it's very high compared to other, other, uh, uh, you know, even like his Vegeta, which is famously a one-of-a-kind voice, it's it's a very high performance for Knuckles.
2: I mean, I will say, I don't hate it.
3: Speak, speaking of things I don't hate, to, to get into the episode i do think this theme song is still pretty cool i think there's a reason that like the theme song has been memed in the sonic fan community for decades because (laughs) it's pretty cool it's also almost nothing like the actual show because it was animated by a different studio and (laughs) i think the music was done by the same guy but the music in the show also does not sound like this very much i don't think (laughs) no
0: here's the thing about this theme song like we we sung the praises of the fastest thing alive from Sat.A.M. But, like, the one criticism I always had is, like, it doesn't really talk about the show. It's just telling you about how cool Sonic is. Now, (laughs) the Sonic Underground theme, that's going to tell you every single thing you need to know about this
3: show. Forget that three-part pilot. (laughs) This lets you know what's going on.
1: (laughs) They're like, do we need a pilot for the show? Nah, we just need a theme song that says everything.
3: (laughs) We just need 58 seconds (laughs) to get the kids caught up.
2: (laughs) oddly prescient in that oddly prescient in that it totally predicted Sonic's association with Butt Rock even before Sonic and Yeah it. that's true <laughs> it, it really <laughs> does <laughs> Um, and, and another thing about this intro that
1: I that I personally really like is that the the slap bass in the background is just it is just going the whole time, and I love it. It's mm-hmm. like I, I can, which is funny because they do not have a bassist in the Sonic
3: Underground band. They sure don't. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of uh, roles that often get disrespected
0: and othered, uh, yeah. <laughs> at least we the at lost least fourth, the
2: lost fourth sibling Tonic got left behind. Oh, <laughs> he got raised in a bar somewhere.
3: Maybe it's maybe it's Sonia doing the bass on the other half. Of yeah, I was board. about to say you can split <laughs> the <up. Yeah>, guitar.
4: <laughs> yeah, split the two uh, sounds. There are episodes me, where annoying. Sonic's guitar is just just a bass when he starts strumming it for no given reason.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, it's magic.
3: So of course it can be. Sure.
4: They. they shoot lasers. Yeah,
2: <laughs> maybe there's actually been a bassist the whole time. And we just never noticed them because they're the bassist.
1: either that or sonic has like an eight string guitar and the bottom two strings are so thick and low that you don't need a bassist i
0: mean it's not a normal looking guitar yeah no it's got the the double v neck
1: (laughs) and that's a that's also a joke about modern metal
0: (laughs) Uh, by the way everyone just so we did put this out there this is how like the characters still have like abilities sonic's still fast he still has his um trademark deke cartoon spin attack which is a buzzsaw but mainly they're using their special magical instruments that are summoned from their medallions that they've worn since birth that fire lasers and cause earthquakes and stuff
2: donkey kong 64 gonna sue somebody yep (laughs)
3: yeah it doesn't doesn't sonya also have like a tornado spin that is like unique to her I think Sonic and her
0: both do it, but mostly that's her thing, and it's, you know, a bit SBO-esque, if Mm -hmm. you will. Yeah,
3: yeah. And then Manic is just like, I can pick locks and steal stuff.
4: (laughs) they, They actually have a whole episode about, like, Manic feeling inferior in that regard, because, you know, Sonic's got the speed, they both have the spin, Sonya's got, like, gymnastic and martial arts... Training from our yeah. days as a rich kid, and he's just like mine. You know, they're not not exactly goody two shoes talents. I don't see how that's going to get us out of any trouble. And then he finds out yeah. he's an earthbender. So,
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I kind of remember that. Yep, yeah. I apologize. I just want to mention one more thing about the uh, the intro uh because it is because it is so well animated. Uh, well animated things are also just a goldmine for great animation smears. I was
3: about to say what I remember is Sonic shredding on the guitar. He is just turns into clay, yeah.
0: um, which I use bulbous.
3: It is decent animation. It is edited weird because they yes. they use the same shot of Queen Alina crying like four times in the intro yeah. and play it backwards at least once where it's like, <laughs> oh, yep, tears tears Ooh. getting sucked up back into her <laughs> mono eye. It's,
0: it's the sad thing that, you know, Oh, some animators went out of their way to make a smoothly animated like uh, scene here, and it's just put together so poorly, like the people editing this just had no respect for the craft, it's just like, we need to make this fit the song, so yeah. let's just speed this up, slow this down repeat this bit, shove this bit here crossfade to this, and go Star wipe, star wipe, star
3: wipe
5: They made a bow!
3: Friend or foe is officially, unofficially designated the 16th episode of this one and only season. And we start out with the intro narration from Queen (laughs) Alina. I'm sure they kept these vague on purpose, but she says... Here, hold on. Following their quest, my children continue to learn one lesson. That things are not always what they seem. (laughs) And let me tell you, watching this episode, that almost has nothing to do with what happens here.
0: <laughs> oh, that's plenty to do with a song, though. They forced that. Oh, bit yeah. Out. Ugh, yeah.
1: Man. I like the, the look of the floating island just because it looks very autumnal. Uh, I'm, I'm digging the aesthetic of it. Yeah, and I, I tell you what, I both hate
3: and love that if you squint really hard, this could be considered an adaption of Sonic Three and Knuckles. <laughs>
0: yeah. In a way, there the, the key like some of the key elements are there. And you know what, it's cool that Knuckles is actually on the floating island in this Sonic cartoon. They got that bit right. Um, what is kind of funny is I did watch the episode that was supposedly aired before this. So I don't know if at any point like the they say the Oracle was the one that told them to go to the Floating Island. This must have happened between episodes or in an episode that I didn't watch. So, but I guess they just kind of just go from place to place in the show with no rhyme or reason. We've already discussed, like, how they weren't really talking to each other in the writer's room.
3: Yeah, I, I would bet that the, the scene you're talking about where the Oracle told them to go somewhere just didn't happen at all. And just yeah. gets Almost dropped right. into this episode. Yeah.
0: <laughs> You should go to the floating island where you really need to get knuckles in this show. People actually care about that
4: guy. <laughs> it's another one of those elements, like they tried to introduce to separate this from Set A.M. Because there, you had the, you know, the village that the freedom fighters were based out of. Mm. But in this, they wanted to go for more of a, like a globe-trotting aspect, like fighting a yeah. fight across the empire, but. Yeah, like you said, it's just writers not communicating with each other and them using that as an excuse to be like, well, here's what today is happening.
0: (laughs) So as a result of that, what we end up having is like, there's no like, you know, oh, the mystical floating island. Does it really exist? Let's go find out. No, they're just like, oh, there's a floating island over there. Let's go.
3: (laughs) And that's fine, I suppose. All they ever do have to do at the beginning of the episode is say like, oh, the last town, somebody said they saw our mom headed in this direction. And I I think they do that multiple times, yep. which is why they're headed to the floating island. But yeah, it's the floating island that we, we just talked about in our Sonic 3 and Knuckles uh, episode that that <laughs> that is the name that Sega of America was going with, even though it's technically incorrect and it carries over even into this.
2: The second time we've had a Sonic cartoon with a floating island. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. No owl, no big Tim Curry owl on this one. And the show is I worse for that. it.
2: Yeah, no. Seriously,
3: I would have liked that actually. So the, the the siblings arrive on the island. They're talking about, ooh, it's supposed to be very dangerous. And then. Um, sonic gets caught in a net trap yeah um but also they they know about or they know about the echidna guardian of the island so they they know knuckles exists in here and then then we switch over to robotnik and his cronies and you know i joked about it uh at the beginning but man sleet and dingo have have got to be got to be someone's awakening because these <laughs> these mother <laughs> let me tell you they are overly designed weird looking like deviant art oc's and their whole thing is that dingo is silly and sleet has a magic well uh, not magic technology a remote that he points at dingo to transform him into any object he needs and Oh, boy, it gets weird oh, sometimes.
5: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, di- like they do not. They, their designs are awful. I'm sorry. Like, sleet is one thing, but Dingo is just this big muscle-bound sort of 90s of He looks like a, sort of a street shark.
3: Or a, yeah, you know, a biker mice from Mars.
1: He looks like um, Tiger from Crash Bandicoot. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he, yeah, he does. It's... No, I think Tiny Tiger looks better than Dingo. Then, yeah. like,
4: he's got this kind of Elton John thing going on with the glasses and the earring. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: yeah there's, a, there's a lot of weird, like, uh, uh, fashion accessories in this show, in general, on characters.
0: The thing is, it's like, whenever he gets, like, transformed, his face is always on the object he's transformed to. Mm-hmm. And it's really... This is almost veers into, like, body horror <laughs> stuff for me. It? Yeah, it, it is quite upsetting at times in a way that I wasn't expecting to feel upset by in my uh, current age. But, yeah, if I watched <laughs> this with a child, I would not be happy with myself and my
3: life. Every, every time every time it happens, I just <laughs> I feel like Dingo's going to be like, Oh, no, you turned me into a thirsty little flower. You gotta water me with your pee now. Oh <laughs>
4: I don't think it's ever even established what the deal with Dingo is. Mm-mm. Like, why can he do that? Because, like,
2: I, I mean, if I can offer a counterpoint to all of this,
4: <laughs> oh. Oh my God. the Sorry. the the,
3: nice the Knight's
4: car, car from
3: Sonic <laughs> <laughs> Racing transformed. Yeah, does Dingo turn into a car at some
0: point? I'm sure he turns he
4: does. into a motorbike all the time.
0: Oh yeah, even in yeah, the- he, oh, does, right. he does. He does. Oh yeah, ride me, sleep. <laughs> I hate it so
3: much. I'm not I'm not here to yuck anyone's yum. I just feel like the show does not establish a proper value of consent between these two. <laughs> That's like, it the problem. it always seems to take Dingo by surprise and you know, I I just feel like they they should they should they should discuss this before before zapping him with the the
4: laser. <laughs> it's worrisome because like there's episodes where Sleet will turn him into you know a motorbike or a safe to keep something stored in, and then there's other episodes <laughs> where he'll turn him into a fly to go on like a little stealth mission. I'm like, oh okay, that makes sense. And then there's an episode I remember where he just turns him into a little boy.
1: What? Oh. What. I think,
3: uh, is it, guys, there also one where he tries to turn him into, like, a handsome man to,
4: like, try and lure
3: Sonya.
2: Yep, yep. Yeah. that's one of the ones I have on DVD, I think.
4: <laughs> Dingo's all about that. Dingo loves Sonya. That's true, they established that early on. This an endearing character trait.
3: But, I mean, he's he's just a big, dumb, you know, he's a dumb guy and Sleet's supposed to be, like, the smart one, but neither of them are particularly smart actually and yep uh robotnik is trying to call them on their communicator and they're both ignoring it and yeah dingo goes to eat what he calls a tuna sandwich but it's just a large hoagie with some brown on it <laughs> <laughs> that tuna went bad a long time ago <laughs> oh yeah oh boy I feel like this this sequence gets drawn out way too long because Robotnik's like, hello, hello, you better pick up the phone in 10 seconds, 10, (laughs) 9. Oh, man, it's so
2: bad. (laughs) Navix's going to be destroyed in five minutes.
4: (laughs) Of the, like, 12 episodes I rewatched today, this is easily, like, the worst Sleet and Dingo bit, like you say. It just gets dragged on forever, Mm -hmm. and it's such a shame that's Uh in, like, the most popular
2: episode
0: God, that <laughs> yeah. is like the worst thing you can say about something. It's the worst sleet and dingo bit. It's
4: like <laughs> that's
2: saying something.
4: <laughs> God help me, I kinda like these two. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> actually you know at this point like as g- off- off-putting as they are I've developed something of a fondness for them because I watched <laughs> the other episodes they're in but this is not a great showcase for them no. not that they're like amazing characters or anything but it's kind of that thing where like well I'm aware this is sh*t, but I'm at this point there's a sunk cost going on and I think yeah. I'm just, it's like when you're stuck in an elevator with someone that you don't particularly like but you're just like well we're gonna be here for a while we might as well get along so that's kind of what I'm like with Sleepy. You just try to
4: find the bright sides like it's just interesting that they're like a pair of Robotnik sidekicks that aren't robots. Yeah. Like, uh, they're introduced as bounty hunters that he sort of forces under his thumb. F- <laughs> f- and then, like, they become tax collectors or something.
2: Something like that.
3: <laughs> I feel like there is some alternate universe where, again, maybe, maybe late stage Archie, where they were they were s- pretty successfully melding everything together. You could redesign these two and say that they have some tangential connection to Fang the Hunter. Yeah, like
0: that's what I was thinking. They- like, like not Australia quite good in the role of because you know you look at like um uh sleet and there's similar colors there to knack so my brain was like oh they could have had knack in this row but no they have this guy
1: (laughs)
3: yeah i think you you were trying to say something about two minutes ago jake sorry (laughs) it's all good
1: (laughs) this is all of our joking time um i I wanted to say like the the bit where like they're pulling stuff out of uh dingo's backpack and i i know like as an adult, like, this is just them using a sound effect over and over again. But they, like, he keeps pulling stuff out of there, and it makes the same thud, thud sound, and, like, the last thing that hits the ground is toilet paper, and it sounds like a bag of bricks <laughs> hitting the ground. Oh,
5: yeah! <laughs> I'm like,
0: Why? I
1: mean, the
3: sound design is particularly bad on this show, I have to say. It's obnoxious
1: as yeah. well. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yes,
3: there, there's some particularly disgusting sounds uh, near the end of this with uh, a certain character, but... So, they, they pick up the call for Robotnik, and he basically just tells him, like, "Uh, you know, you dummies are there, you're going to find the Echidna, you're going to convince him that Sonic and his siblings are the bad ones, and then you're going to steal the Chaos Emerald on the island and bring it back to me, Dr. Botnik, because I'm the bad guy.
2: I mean, I don't don't hate the plan. Obviously, you know, steal, like, trick Knuckles, get the Emerald, is rooted in Sonic 3, but then there's the added bonus of, yeah, I know the island's gonna fall if the Emerald gets removed, as it does in you know sonic 3 so take it and get off the island then we'll let the other dummies fall their doom like it it checks out
3: (laughs) yep of course they immediately also fall into one of knuckles's traps and end up on a spit roast on an open fire and as knuckles proceeds to try to cook and
0: kill them (laughs) to make them a snack for um well we need to talk about
3: that those two
4: really are fetish fuel aren't they (laughs)
3: <laughs> I mean, I, yeah man i'm telling you <laughs> there i would bet my bottom dollar there were some awakenings with these two watch
0: the episode sonic tonic and
3: um, by which uh, by that i mean don't actually watch it
0: um, sonic's fourth brother <laughs> ah, well, I was going I was like stopping myself from bringing it up when you mentioned tonic. Uh, there is an episode where okay I'll just tell you just getting it just summarize they 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 shred down like this special tree the velocity tree uh that and and they make some potion that they can pour on their feet. To make them super fast. And it works for a while. But then, uh-oh, it makes their feet go big. And Stop. they burst out of their shoes. No, and yeah, you can imagine the rest of it for yourself.
3: Stop. Yep. I just saw something. I think it was, um oh goodness, was it Sonic the Hedge blog on various social medias? Was just posting gifs from Adventures of Sonic. And it's the one where, I don't even remember what it is. Tails eats something and then inexplicably starts inflating. <laughs> like... Why can't we yeah, have nice things? Yeah.
1: Why do we have to live in this well, hell?
3: <laughs> is it? I mean, whose whose fault is it? Is the is it the innocent cartoon animators, or is it our destroyed? Put that away. <laughs> yeah, take it away. <laughs> hey, I, I mean, the, the, yes. the
0: shoes didn't burst open like they did for Dingo and Slate. Those
4: hogs are barking. <laughs>
3: m- might actually prefer that to the, what
1: I'm looking <laughs> when at. When right you now. walk away, you don't hear me. say <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, you're not wrong. (laughs) Well, there's nothing simple and clean about (laughs) Dingo. So
3: So, (laughs) Sleet and Dingo are begging for their lives, and Knuckles says, well, I'm not going to eat you, but chomps will, and (laughs) out of the brush comes this horny whaty man <laughs> this lizard but I mean look he predates it by several years this bio lizard <laughs> <reject> bio loser <laughs> over here <laughs> yeah Bio-Lizer. oh yeah that's a that's a pull for for deep deep Sonic F fans yep. um yeah I hate this guy this this weird lizard that has like switches between speaking with what I'm pretty sure is Maurice Lamarche noises and like stock D- dinosaur sounds and he's horrible he's, he's <laughs> dripping with saliva and oh man
4: i hate this guy <laughs> he's just hungry
3: yeah you know you know it was a cool knuckles dinosaur the, the the pterodactyl he rode around in stc that guy was cool
1: just a quick point out like during this whole scene um i made the, the note the first time <laughs> that there's a there's a moment at and i'm taking this from the youtube time code at 4:48, where knuckles has two eyes for just a little bit and then it goes back to the mono eye and then it just keeps oh. happening throughout the episode <laughs> oh God, <yeah. laughs>
3: yes like it goes without saying that the animation is incredibly inconsistent and uh bad in this episode um especially in terms of perspective like there there there's some scenes this is
0: possibly the worst like looking episode of all the ones i watched prior to this
3: people have definitely seen the clips of he's he's fighting with sonic and then falls off the island (laughs) and sonic grabs him and wildly shrinking and growing in size (laughs) and oh man it it literally is like how does this happen it's not even how does this happen it really i really do think it just comes down to they just didn't care like listen as an artist of sorts i
0: do know the struggle of perspective it is very difficult to make things look the way they should like from certain angles but by golly oh man they were struggling
3: to get this stuff onto like the uh onto the animation frames it's not just like oop there was a like you said like oh whoops they drew knuckles's eyes wrong for this like two frames like no these are entire sequences that are just like You would have to send them back and say, like, we have to do this again. But no, of course they're not going to do this. Like, as much as I also have fondness for its silliness, like, I remember the Super Mario Brothers Super Show would have scenes where, why is Luigi lip syncing to what is a Princess Toadstool line? And it was because (laughs) they just didn't care. Like, we can't send this back to Taiwan or whoever. Like, that would cost money. (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> the question is how it keeps happening to Knuckles, because in the free party he appears in, he once again shrinks next to someone <laughs> in a scene where they're just walking along a beach together, and then all they do, I think, is turn around, and all of a sudden, Sonya is, like, twice his height. <laughs> <laughs> Knuckles is a short king. <laughs>
5: When, sure he, when he bring chooses to a big be. dumpy apparently. <laughs>
0: Until one shot that I found and posted on Twitter for everyone to enjoy. I'm
4: glad you did because that's one I also screenshotted to send to earlier.
1: <laughs> I remember when you posted that earlier. I even said like, "Why are you so thick?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> once again with that everybody being so mean to me energy <laughs>
3: day and night <laughs>
0: i'm sharing this one again yes. uh, oh boy there is a point in the episode where knuckles is bursting out of the ground <laughs> and he is animated in like what maybe two or three frames and it's the worst oh, looking knuckles he looks generous. like a hand puppet yeah he does <laughs>
1: Hold on, I got to find my screen caps at that moment, too. Yeah, you had one as well, which is even worse.
3: (laughs) Uh, So so a while we're looking at our, our screen cap folders so that's why
1: this episode's so great <laughs> so many good screen caps
3: a hollow projector falls out of sleet's pocket and it's a like fabricated uh, message of sonic and his his siblings which deep faked <laughs> yeah yeah that the ethics of artificial intelligence Robotnik Nick here um, but it's them speaking and this is kind of funny that, that knuckles falls for this when they're obviously like speaking like very slowly like because it's a fake recording, and they're saying that they are going to steal the Chaos Emerald right under Knuckles' nose, and he's like, "Oh man, those jerks!" <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> <God>. Sorry, <laughs> he's disrupting us to see this tiny Knuckles.
0: <laughs> tiny Knuckles from Poss- Sh- the second episode
3: of sure
4: the Free Bar,
3: staring right at Sonia's ass.
4: <laughs> I mean, that does uh, become his character arc in that free part. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he's so tiny yeah not even getting into like th- th- I mean it's not like Satyam didn't occasionally run into this problem but Sonia has a wo- uh, you know a woman body and like her brothers are just made of circles <laughs> and it's like yeah I guess <laughs>
0: I mean in the three part she's wearing like a swimsuit for most of it and she has a noticeable neck like it's just like right there Well, the other I girls, know I remember her that. brothers
3: are tiny yeah oh. I'm don't even want to get into the. I can't get over how small he is. <laughs>
1: God, so
3: tiny. He I the mean, Did a mini Did a mini mushroom fall on him in between frames? Because that is what we are looking at here, he looks, people. He looks like a lost kid in a department store. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like that that Photoshop that tiny Drake that people yeah. Photoshop. On. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: God, what are we
3: even talking about? Oh, the spell for, yeah, Sleet and Dingo's hologram. He lets them go. Um, Chomps is uh, uh, disappointed he didn't get to eat the, the two uh, canines alive. And Knuckles says something. <laughs> he says something stupid like, ah, oh, don't worry, Chomps. I fear hedgehogs are in season now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And then, and then, Chomps eats the projector, but it still works despite the fact that shouldn't be physically possible based on how light projects. But I'm <laughs> yeah, gonna... it,
4: it projects out of his
2: nostrils. Cartons. Yeah.
3: It's it's weird. I mean, yeah, cartoon logic, whatever, that's fine. It's just, Chomps does not need to be here. Like, you could excise Chomps and just have the hedgehog stumble upon the projector later, and you get the same thing. Someone just- Oh, there he is. There he is. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> it looks like he's shooting those- those. Uh, I think they're called SWAT bots in yeah, the show. Yeah, they are called they are SWAT bots. Just different designs. Shooting them out of his horrible noodle arms. Yeah. <laughs> I I hate how uh, I. I, It's just a personal thing. I hate how Knuckles keeps calling the the Sleet and Dingo wolf faces. Like what a what a stupid thing to say. Sounds like (laughs) a
4: slur when he says it. Like I was
3: gonna
0: say. It sounds (laughs) like a (laughs) slur.
3: Yeah, like there are other there are other canine characters in this show. yeah, as Knuckles just. (laughs)
0: They're gonna bring him down off the island from the island is like, look at that wolf face and like Knuckles, we don't say that down there. <laughs> yeah
3: you can't <laughs> Knuckles you can't be talking like that. <laughs> Sorry, I've been up on the island for a long time, we don't. Look at that little guy at least those are like funny in between frames
0: yeah. uh, i'm uh. sorry everyone who is having to listen to this podcast and not know what we're laughing at right
3: now, i know but. we've spent this whole time telling you like oh don't watch this show but like you just go watch it man <laughs> it's all free the the, uh, the the rest of this episode knuckles goes and confronts the hedgehogs he starts fighting them with the most Infuriatingly lame, like Knuckles' powers I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, where his he's little... spinning his fists. <laughs> and... It's
0: like the equivalent of like Sonic's legs. Basically, is what they're doing for Knuckles' yeah. arms. So he just has he has wheels on his arm where his arms should be instead of legs. <laughs> but it's oh, not yeah, his smart. arms. That's, that's the problem.
4: Is it's not his whole arm. It's just his fists at the wrist. <laughs> he's doing this windmill motion.
1: I'll use my I'll use my arms as wheels and my feet like feet. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm not, I'm not exactly. Knuckles like I'm gonna go like this and if you get hit it's your own fault
5: <laughs>
2: he does
3: just scream and then waddle at them and like all of the characters just step out of the way and he, he digs into the ground sometimes to do it and
2: yeah that, that's oh the man, one that so really bad. gets me is when he digs into the ground by basically like melting into the dirt but also his fists stay above ground they're like wheeling forward while he's underground i like that I, even cartoon logic that just doesn't work no it makes no sense well, i mean based on yeah. one of the screen caps he
1: obviously has very long arms <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: um yeah knuckles doesn't have that's those are his only abilities yeah knuckles digging is something we're used to but usually it's done well uh, no gliding no no um climbing walls or anything like that although it's funny because i was again like jumping head a bit to the uh the three parter at one point, all the characters have to hang glide or like a parachute out of a, like a a burning um, airplane, and it's just like, hmm. If only Knuckles had some sort of ability that allowed him to allowed him to glide through the air, that would be cool.
2: Yeah. Or when he's about to fall, if he had the ability to climb up surfaces, that would that would have been I mean, really yeah. helpful. <sighs> uh, I do. I, I want to mention like
1: immediately after the scene uh, where. Where the Dino, where Chomp eats the uh, the hologram, we cut to a scene where Sonic and his siblings are walking through the forest, and immediately, and I'm going to share the link to it because I've time stamped it from YouTube. Why are they using this horrible monster scream sound effect in the background, like right at the start? Oh
5: god! (laughs) Yes.
0: They just like picked a random like point at like I don't know wildlife sound effects uh reel that they were using to just fill in the the background sound
3: um yeah i've heard that monster scream that i think that is just a stock sound effect yeah. i've heard that in like even old like hanna-barbera yeah in fact i probably have it in my own personal collection somewhere <laughs> Um, so I I think in this fight that Sonic gets separated from Sonya and Manic, uh, Sonya and Manic end up in the underground caves where Sleet and Dingo are looking for the Chaos Emerald. And this is where Dingo gets turned into a rowboat to go into the river. Mm. And again, it's like, oh no, you turned me into a little rowboat. You better get inside me and start paddling. (laughs) (laughs)
4: It's upsetting how well we do that. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah, well i mean it is just like a real it's a cartoon australian voice it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, the gravel there ain't that you know, much it's to a very it very specific level yeah.
1: of
4: gravel you're putting in there
1: oh
0: that tuna fish ain't sitting
1: well <laughs> <you>? <laughs> turn me into a rowboat before i soil myself
0: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no don't step on my belly while
5: i'm <laughs> <Stop. laughs> <No, really? laughs>
3: it
0: might
4: be embarrassing oh my god <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, God, I'm already dead so. <laughs> the jokes and opinions expressed by Valera
2: are not reflective of Rock the Jac-
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm just here to let the madness consume <laughs> us all
3: yeah. so I, I think this is where uh, Sonic and Knuckles get into another fight again the pers- <laughs> Sonic breaks the laws of physics and gravity Knuckles starts wildly fluctuating in size and <laughs> <laughs> And then he he kind of, I guess, because he rescues him, um, Knuckles is like, well, maybe they aren't so bad after all. Oh, yeah. Isn't this also where Sonic, again, is just easily dodging Knuckles' attacks and then claps for him and does the horrible... It's supposed to be like a, you know, and the crowd goes wild noise. Ah, but he goes like... <sighs> and it's the most horrible noise I've ever heard.
0: <laughs> I am so happy that this has been gift in its entirety. The scene of Knuckles falling off, the- we talked yes. about it
1: before. But yeah, look at oh yeah. my god, <laughs> <It's>, dude! What <sighs> else? No consistency
0: between shots or anything. It's no continuity. It's terrible. <laughs> and I love it.
3: So much bad digital zoom to to work around the animation. To.
1: And Knuckles is so tiny at the end of it too. Uh, I've I've have seen this gif before but watching it in the original context like I was like I was on my lunch break at work and watching this and I was like trying not to laugh really loud, cuz it just looks so stupid I mean,
0: and it's Knuckles. Sonic's face throughout I know, he's like, Sonic's like i on just smiling face as he reaches
3: out to him it's so un- oh man
1: <sighs> this is my kink <laughs>
3: <laughs> and and Knuckles spins like 4 or 5 seconds in the air like just going whoa 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 oh
2: god look you got to <laughs> fill out that runtime somehow
3: yeah yeah the song could not go that long you've only got 21 minutes to fill and you
2: still couldn't do it <laughs>
3: Oh, boy. Uh, I believe this is where um, uh, Robotnik's flunkies find the Chaos Emerald, um, while Sonya and Manic find Chomps the dinosaur who has an upset stomach. Don't Um, step on it. Speaking of speaking of off-putting uh, sound effects, just some very very not pleasant gurgling sounds. So they get him to throw up the 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 hologram thing, and they're like, oh, they they figure out the plan immediately. And then, okay, the craziest thing for this is, yeah, Chomps is a dinosaur who can't talk. He's not fully, you know, he's not a funny animal person. So then, like, Manic is communicating with him and. Says, Says like okay do you know one nod for yes and two nods for no and then he just starts talking he starts going uh-huh, uh uh uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. with a with a human voice again i'm pretty sure it's maurice lamarche i mean it's, it's, it's scooby-doo logic by that yeah. point It was like he's no he's and he's shown he's not been like
0: for all the shows it's just randomly it's like oh i can talk actually
2: i almost wish he did just because it would have made things even more chaotic
0: by the way, just a brief note: um, the Chaos Emerald that they find, uh, the, the whole the whole thing of having a Chaos Emerald be the thing that holds up the island just suddenly reminds me of like um, Archie's adaptation of Sonic Three, a very loose adaptation oh, yeah. of Sonic Three, where it's like because they didn't know about the Master Emerald yet, so they had like, oh, it's a Chaos Emerald that holds it up. Now this was made a long time after Sonic Three and Knuckles in the lead <laughs> up to to uh, Sonic Adventure, and they they just didn't bother to look. No, nope. no. Nope. I mean, yeah. this isn't like like this show is like even less interested in being like the games than M is, uh, so, and so that tells you a lot about it. So the fact that, but the fact that they got knuckles there, they got the floating island. It's like there's the Chaos Emerald. Right. I, I... I mean, it's fine.
3: it's it's a miracle that they have those proper nouns in here at all (laughs)
4: yeah i feel like maybe they just wanted to use the most recognizable name thinking oh well we just have the one so just use the recognizable name so the kids know what we're talking about and move on failing to realize the other writers doing the free part are across the hall were also adding a a completely separate second chaos emerald into the mix yeah
3: Yeah, I was about to say, I don't remember if the Chaos Emeralds ever have any meaningful, like, are they a power source? Do we ever see that power? Kind of. They do sort of, Mm -hmm. like, allude to the fact that they can have, like, different effects on different Mm -hmm. things.
0: The main, the main crux of the, uh, 3 are being that when it gets broken, it uh, just starts wrecking everything.
4: And then Dingo transforms into a Big, dripping monster. Oh, no.
0: Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. This is the closest thing to a Sonic Adventure adaptation, because he turns into Chaos Dingo, essentially. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. And, but he's just the big, nasty, horrible thing. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> but we were getting ahead of ourselves. In fact, we're not even going to talk about that properly, so let's talk about this thing. Uh, That's for the 18-plus yep, version so... of the podcast.
3: No. <laughs> so Knuckles knuckles kind of trusts sonic now sonya and manic have figured out the whole plan sleet and dingo are trying to escape with the chaos emerald D- dingo trips on a rock and just loses the chaos Emerald. that's dingo this is pretty much where the song starts right yeah and then like you have to pay attention to the song because it basically tells you the rest of the episode like like, I feel like you could cut the cut the song and it's like, oh, they tripped and lost the emerald and Knuckles picked it back up. But no, the song introduces a whole, like, oh, they're flying around in their ship. They're trying to pick the emerald back up. They launch SWAT bots.
0: Well, you know, people don't always say what they mean, Jeremy. And things are not always what they seem.
3: Yeah, well, you better know before you make a scene. <laughs>
0: yeah. But, you know, it's... Like, throughout this show, they always try to edit the songs to look like music videos. Um, usually means, like, changing the aspect ratio or, like, having, like, negative images up and down or um, stuff. And It never, it rarely ever looks good, I get what they're going for, that sort of 90s uh, music video look. But, but at least for this one, the scenes that actually matter, the things that are actually happening in, like, media res, so to speak, like all of the, the action scenes, are shown in, like, full aspect ratio so you can see what's going on, except for all the times they shove, like, Manic's drum logo on the screen to the beats of the drum and it's very distracting yeah.
3: and you know again I'll give credit where credit's due there's maybe two out of the 40 plus songs <laughs> in this series that I do think are kind of catchy I remember I always liked the one uh, I think it's a Sonia and Manic solo song where they just talk about they kind of wish they could run as fast as Sonic is that the wish. feet episode? Yes it is! I wish I could go faster. Really wish... I remember that one being okay, even if, again, the voices are... A little the off. definitive song to be called Fastest Thing Alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. They slip in like it really makes me wonder. They slip in some like um uh, so- Sonic Satium catchphrases. I think Sonic in this one says spin in wind time. And I'm like, you can't claim that. <laughs> you can't steal that value. <laughs> no, he straight up uses a lot.
2: Yeah, there's, the de- there's definitely Sonicism. some do it to it's in the series run, I remember
3: yeah
4: <laughs> yeah we are waiting Jelly and jam time in. as excuse me princess <laughs>
3: no that's the other thing on the
2: dvd i had <laughs> excuse me hedgehog <laughs> uh,
3: i i really i mean that's 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 pretty much it knuckles gets the emerald back uh call back to the beginning robotnik is trying to call sleet and dingo again to ask them what they're doing and they just toss the communicator out of their ship and uh, Knuckles gives Sonic uh, a weird-looking fruit that looks like a piece of shit for Sonic <laughs> to eat, and he gobbles it down. No, no, he, he, he passes it, it, it no, off no, to Chomps. To- oh, I thought okay. it was an animal of some it's kind, on a, actually. It's on a
4: bone of some description.
3: He says, this is Krupnik, an echidon delicacy. It's good. Here, eat up. Ah, thanks,
2: Knucks. And he just palms I- it off to Chomps. <laughs> yeah.
3: I know, like, huh? like, just, they probably gave this scene to the animators, and they're like, man, what the fuck, just, <laughs> ah, whatever. <laughs> it was like, like, something you don't want to eat, you hand it off to the dog, um, which you shouldn't do, by the way, but, you know. Oh, yeah, the last thing is, is Knuckles reveals that Queen Alina has been to the island, and- uh, especially when Knuckles, like, was a kid and also left a prophecy that they, that Sonya reads out. She says, in the final days of Robotnik's tyranny, allies will reunite with my children. First among them will be Knuckles,
2: guardian of the Chaos Emerald. I am choosing to say that this child will t- be friends with my children. Like any good parent, we're going to force our children to be friends and just... <laughs> regardless of their wishes uh-huh. it's-
3: the children yeah. that i've already abandoned to be raised by strangers
2: <laughs> it's like a it's like a play date but there's a chance they could die yeah. it's the only way for parents to be able to hang out <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is funny that you know once again a royal family member has visited the floating island when knuckles was young in the past yep again these sort of like I don't know if they're intentional, Archie um, similarities, but they're there.
3: Yeah, it's it really makes me. I mean, it, the fact that ather Knuckles, one of Knuckles' racist grandpa, shows up in the show really does make me think like. What was going on here? Was there someone with just like a stack of Archie issues like, ah, oh, man, what, what can we what can we take from here? And just passing it by Sega like, hey, you don't care if we take this from the comics, do you? And the Sega of America licensed person is just... What's a comic? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about?
0: <laughs> I'm just imagining like, regardless of which issues they took, Ken Pender's bolting up right in saying, <laughs> <laughs> Something's
3: <laughs> happened. Someone's taken my characters. No, Ken, affair was not yours. No, that was
0: my Gallagher,
3: but, but he's none, fam. nevertheless.
0: <laughs> it's an echidna, so he's
4: upset.
5: Gallagher!
4: <laughs> I genuinely believe it's got to be something like that, though, because Knuckles is, like, the only other established character to appear in this show. Like, you don't get Tails, yeah. you don't get yeah. anyone else. It's just...
0: Yeah, good. It's just Sonic Robotnik Knuckles in this show. And Uncle Chuck. And. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Uncle Chuck, too. Uh, Yeah, Uncle Chuck, famous Sonic character throughout the. the, He exists. um,
4: Before this show, is all I mean
3: that's true Yes, we mentioned it at the beginning about how yeah all the parental figures got roboticized I remember roboticization in the show it's more like like a robocop um, like cyberpunk where they just stick robot parts on them it's not it as... really varies
0: yeah I it depends think, on, on the episode the, I was exp- honestly when I, when they showed like all the parental figures getting roboticized like the final form I was expecting Uncle Chuck to look like he does in Siam no he's got like little bits of coming off him like a little satellite coming off his ear or something
3: it's it's really weird it it, again it seems like they just took something from another source but didn't get why it was cool or made sense in that particular universe. (laughs) well it
4: depends on the episode because there's another one where they reunite with queen alina's captain of the guard who was like you know knew them as babies oh yeah and he gets like fully roboticized he's full-on robocop like head-to-toe machine
3: I, I don't. They even at the end of that, they even have the where he's like, "I'm fighting the programming." You have to leave, oh, and they're like, "No." Like they use the
4: medallions yeah. to temporarily reverse the mental effects, but not the physical. But then because the medallions yep, run on yep. charge, it runs out. And he's like, you got to get out of here before I turn back. And then when he does, that's it. Like, they never save that guy.
3: Their, their medallions operate on the, uh, you know, the the 90s Spider-Man web shooter logic <laughs> is that they run out of energy, like, at the oh, right. most opportune there's, times for drama to there's happen. There's an
4: absolute <laughs> great episode where Sleet and Dingo appear after a musical number and they go to whip out their weapons. And they're like, oh, no, the medallions, they're drained from our song. It's like, why don't they attack after of the musical number every week? <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry, sorry, Dom. You just you started the sentence. There's a great episode where Sleep and
4: Bingo <laughs> <laughs> the, well, great, the great is used very loosely.
3: Confirming that the songs are diegetic, <laughs> like, you know, the entire time oh, yeah. Knuckles is trying to get the Chaos Emerald back in this episode, they're just, you know. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, like
0: in the, the other Knuckles episodes, which I did watch, there's a point where they're trying to like convince <laughs> Knuckles to like join them on a quest. So they start singing a yeah. reggae song at him while he's trying to mind his own business. <laughs> hey, man! Look.
4: Literally reggae. Hey, they're oh, trying to speak
0: cool. to his roots. You yeah. know, <laughs>
4: <laughs> like you got the you got the you got the colours of his boots going across the screen, and it's like, oh, those colours are vaguely familiar yeah. with this music playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's.
3: Sonic Le Rebel. <laughs> I want to
4: talk about the I want to talk about the real villain of this episode Uh-oh. because he's he's low key. He's not even in the episode, but I think he's the real villain behind this one. Because they go to the island saying the oracle told them the prophecy about the Chaos Emerald <laughs> and the Echidna, right? But when they get there, Sleet and Dingo are already on the island. Robotnik's already sent them there like, ah, I knew they'd be showing up. It's be like, okay, how did he know? It's because every time in this (laughs) show, when the Oracle makes a prophecy, he friggin' Christmas carols Robotnik. (laughs) 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 Robotnik will be asleep in his bed and the Oracle will appear like, Robotnik, my prophecy says your days of tyranny are numbered. It's like, dude, don't tell him!
0: Yeah, don't like CC him. The, uh, the email. Like, like, just... <laughs> like the,
4: the, the, the siblings freaking... are only like fugitives on the run constantly because the Oracle was stupid enough to tell Robotnik, "Well, here's who's going to kick your ass." It's <laughs> kind of funny that like the Sorry, it's totally fair if I tell you. I feel
0: like you're a geek. I, I might, if I don't tell everyone, I feel like I'm just. I might get. Allow me to play <laughs> devil's advocate here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. I, I think both sides have their problems.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's just really lonely. He's <laughs> all, you know the the the, tri- the triplets never hang out, and he's like, "Hey, Robotnik, uh, what's up, man? What you what you doing? Hear <laughs> we about that deadly it's not fate. like Robotnik ever goes anywhere either. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, it
2: sounds like he's telling a lot. That- it sounds like he's telling a lot more people than just Robotnik. Like the first thing he says when he calls Sleet and Dingo is like you know, apparently the hedgehogs believe the rumors, intelligence reports, they're on their way. It's like, it sounds like the word's getting out yeah. a, a lot more than just, uh, you know, the triplets and Robotnik.
0: Every now and then he's just on the street like, hey, everybody, did you hear about
4: this prophecy I made? It's really cool and it's going to happen before this show runs out. You've got to stop tweeting this stuff.
3: <laughs> Please talk to me. Anyone.
0: Yeah, he's like that. You know the problem is? It's like when a creative like announced a project online and and then then they're like, oh man, I feel so good now that I've told people about this. I'm not gonna work on this anymore now. It doesn't matter if it gets finished or not. And that's what happened
4: here. You calling me out like this <laughs> me too. What it really is, is announcing yeah, your does. Nintendo fan project before it's ready to go out.
3: <laughs> the Oracle has no concept of an NDA. <laughs>
2: Oracle gets drunk every um, Thursday and just starts spouting off to anybody who'll listen.
4: Right next to Tonic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the, the third episode of the original show, like, the, the Origins episodes, the Oracle, the like, Robotnik's like, I'm gonna get the Oracle, this is what's gonna happen to him, oh, he's gonna get doomed. And, like, they're, like, rushing to save the Oracle. And in the end, the Oracle just, like, shows up at the end like he was never in peril. And he wasn't. It's like, oh, well, I know why they could die. I was okay, but they didn't know that. They needed to prove themselves. I'm like, no hell, mate. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> the bugger. manipulative arsehole.
2: I'm an oracle. I
3: saw this coming. <laughs> also, I can teleport. Nah. Yeah. Don't they play fast and loose, whether he's like magic or not? Like he has the quote. Court- oh, no, he's just magic. Allegedly. I mean, magic. OK, OK. It makes sure sap- your dogs are yeah. nothing oh yeah i kind of remember that it's kind of how he gets onto like sonic's good side after he breaks into his house
0: i love that though it's like when you it's like when you bring a treat to distract the guard dog (laughs) (laughs) yeah
3: Yeah. I know, man, that's another thing that carries over is, yeah, Sonic likes chili dogs. We get it. I feel like an Underground, it's like his only personality trait. He says at the beginning of this one, like, you know, you better be right, Sonya. I missed the opening of a new chili dog stand oh, for yeah. this. It's like, he's, man, get get they, some they more
4: hobbies. Those. They
0: lean into like the, <laughs> It's the chili dogs and he's impatient. Like, yeah. That's yeah. what leads to the whole Sonic Tonic thing of being like he's really sick of his siblings not being fast enough, and they get up, they get like, oh well, you, we're going to ruin our bodies just to just to get back at you, Sonic. Uh,
4: like be- so, because yeah. they get to do Sonya and Manic from scratch, the writers you know throw in the aristocrat versus the slumdog angle. Whereas Sonic, it's like yeah, everyone knows who this guy is. We already did two shows about him. We don't have to we don't have to <laughs> add a lot to him. So the only real. Like new kind of thing he gets is this older sibling role, where he's quick to criticize the other two for everything they're doing, but then he often does it to his own detriment. Like, he'll tell Manic not to yeah. steal something, and then later on in the episode, it turns out, oh, it would have been really helpful if Manic stole that, actually.
0: Yeah, but then he's like, haha, it turns out I wasn't listening to yeah, you. Yeah, because Manic's <laughs> based. He's the best one. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's the best one because yeah, he's quite...
4: green. Yeah.
0: <laughs> God, they really do just look like sonic with added parts on they look like a bunch of yogurt mascots from the 90s so. <laughs>
3: i know manic's hair is ridiculous like there there's no way there is a model sheet that's like oh this is the amount of of hair he's supposed to have it's like no it's every frame it's <laughs> got there's one that's the thing like sonic characters tend to have like really distinct simple silhouettes of... and you're just
0: imagining looking at, like a, uh, a a silhouetted version of manic and it's just a mess
4: it looks like untended <laughs> there's one of the episodes episodes yeah. where Manic gets like a solo music number where he's talking about like oh you know I never had a real home growing up living in the sewers and all this and then like in the that... I'm so
2: glad I found my home I've been wandering through this world alone. that's the one
4: <laughs> in that music video the crills the on his head they fly away like birds what <laughs> <laughs> and they repeat that animation oh three times. Oh my god. Yes. They were so proud of it, yeah, of course.
3: Oh boy.
4: Uh, that is another
3: one of those songs that I've, yeah, childhood memories have been purged from my brain wrinkles, <laughs> so I can remember that fing <laughs> song from Sonic Underground. You're
4: welcome.
0: It is <laughs> worth noting that because Ben Hurst and Potter Lee were like writing this, um they don't have a sally to have sonic bounce off of which and I sally guess. was kind of like almost mm-hmm. the main character of saiyan more than sonic was as we talked about before so instead they kind of give the silly boys role to sonya as we mentioned uh but thankfully with none of like the romantic tension because that would be weird can you imagine incestuous relations between royal family members
4: I'm glad I had oh, another <laughs> um,
0: That's Sonic Underground. That's not how the sound goes. <laughs> because
2: uh, these are out. not how they seem. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, because I'm sure headchok. we will be back here before long.
5: But
0: that's kind Uh, of like, Sonic Underground was a show that never really needed to happen. We've established that. It has stuff in it that I never wanted to see. Did I want to see Sonic having a brother and sister? Actually, maybe when I was a kid. I think I would have been interested in that. But not really. Uh, Sonic being a royal family member, definitely not. I don't like when Sonic is involved with royal families. It leads to bad stories. (laughs) But that's what they wanted to do. Deke really wanted to do this for some reason. Money. So we got it oh yeah that's the reason that's always the reason
4: but did they think this
0: was gonna make did they really think this was gonna make money like who's was like really bent on this idea specifically happening
3: I and man it had to have been something like they m- must have still had some kind of contractual agreement with Sega of America like hey if there's a Sonic cartoon we get first dibs and then I bet somebody was just looking through like their <laughs> their latest oh, legal bride. things like you know if we put songs in this then we get more money when we syndicate Wah. all those royalties come back to the company again not the writers who write the songs but us the company that owns them and and Jamie again that's just conjecture I don't know how it actually works but it sure sounds like that was the reason Sonic Underground again we said every 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 incarnation of Sonic is someone's first and someone's favorite so like i hope if if this show really means a lot to you like our picking it apart and and laughing at it in in good humor has not hurt your hurt your the your memories and your feelings because i get it man it's there is something there i i don't know <laughs> i mean if it was a choice between a void in culture of sonic underground not existing at all and it's still existing i'm like i'm glad it exists i guess <laughs> so we can get like humor out of this together but at least we got another example of a bad sonic thing that everyone can
0: laugh at and you know we've got plenty of those so it's something and hey
4: look yep. we'll, we'll sprinkle them on in. behalf of people <laughs> who do enjoy sonic underground we know we know that we're looked down upon you know we, we know the system is against us but that's why we're la rebelle.
3: <laughs> i'm just just glad you're able to articulate your feelings better than people who are just like oh no it's peak oh no
0: it is actually like, f- bite, and
3: you're it's... you're an idiot actually it's... <laughs> it's 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 the goat uh, can you explain
4: why no nope. no because it's got okay. songs <laughs> in it yeah and they proper pop off in it <laughs> <laughs> does does sat have songs in it no it's just got the one oh, i've got like 41 that's 40 more than yous
3: well it's sat does have that one where sonic says he's got a rocket in his pocket
4: oh my <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly well, a- more than anything, I hope. Uh, is that a rocket <laughs> in your pocket, have- or are you just happy to see me?
4: Oh, Sleet, you've turned me into a rocket in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope I don't
0: go off. Oh, my back. <laughs> oh, I'm about ready to explode, Sleet.
3: Dingo, honestly, not with the kids' watching. <laughs> not until I give you permission, Dingo. <laughs> oh, you dare. My God. <laughs> Dingo, I'm going to count down now.
1: (laughs) Oh, Slate, what's the safe (laughs) word? Tuna fish sandwich.
0: (laughs) Oh, so that's what they were getting up to before we got to that. I mean, you saw the censored version.
4: (laughs) I already came into this podcast as one of the rare Sleet and Dingo stands, and you guys have just made me worse. (laughs) Now they're a power couple.
3: Yeah, I hope they... After Sonic Underground was cancelled I hope they just went off and lived their lives happily together.
0: Well, it's important to have
4: good aftercare, you mm-hmm. know? Yep. What <laughs> do you think they talk about? are
2: so good today, Dingo. <laughs> we need to end the show. <laughs> yeah. Forever. Pull the oh ripcord.
0: Well, this was a transformative for... <laughs> oh. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: well, it's turned into a really good episode. Oh, boo. So, uh, into- <laughs> shut up. Sonic Underground, Sonic everyone. Underground. They made a vow, their mother will be
1: found. <laughs> Too bad they Uh-oh, didn't. Wait. oh no. <laughs> nope.
0: You know,
1: I had fun. I had fun watching this. I had fun going over this with you guys, and I'm looking forward to the next time that we look at Sonic Underground, because I'm <laughs> looking forward to- You know what?
0: If, enough, if anything else, just so we can laugh at a bunch of screen grabs that nobody in the listening audience can see. I
1: think, I think this is probably the hardest that I've laughed during a podcast recording since maybe like the fan fiction episode. <laughs> 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 oh <laughs> uh, i'm glad i'm glad my uh, my my computer chair is not in gamer mode because i was able to lean far back and howl <laughs> <laughs> excellent
0: all right let's get out of here um, so oh yeah i keep forgetting i'm leading this episode um I led us down a merry path um but yeah that is it for this episode thank you for joining us um i am falero you can find me all across the internet at falero that's f-b-u-l-e-r-r-o
1: i i am Roth the jake you can find me on the socials as at Roth the jake and you can find me on my dusty crusty moldy twitch as mr Roth the jake
2: you can find me in various different places at cyberlink 420 and you can find me around the
3: internet as game buddy sometimes with a one two three but you'll probably be sure if it's me if you go searching
4: you can find me on twitch.tv uh blue sky and x.com and hopefully not <laughs> deviant art as greenbones Dummy. Not the only dummy we've had in this episode, if we consider the power relationship between...
0: You don't want to meet my soft twin, Subby. (laughs) (laughs) Um special thanks as always to amy waters for the use of our theme song from the album gotta go slow you can check out more of her work on youtube and Bandcamp. and sometimes it is very good to go slow take it slow um you've got to consider your partner's needs (laughs) unlike um remember to subscribe review share etc if you want people to want us to do more of this specifically (laughs) talking about sonic underground and those two um Now, it's not listed on the format, but I know what we're doing next time. Next episode, everyone, we are going to delve back into written prose of sorts. We're going to finally delve into one of the oft-talked-about Martin Adams novels. Um, Not actually written by Martin Adams, that is just a pseudonym for more than one of them. But we are talking about the first in the series... Sonic in Robotnik's Laboratory. That's one of those books that came out when I was a kid, one of the earliest examples of sonic fiction, and it's actually not one of the best ones, but I'm looking forward to talking about it anyway. I, I'm looking
2: forward to going through that, because I know what's coming up, and it's a good build-up to the good stuff.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Uh, but instead we get this. But <laughs> it, it's going to join us anyway. I think we'll have a lot of fun, because, hey, even if something isn't very good, we can get a sort of discussion out of it apparently (laughs) until then thank you for joining us this has been the hill is always greener I've been Valero I've been Rock the Jake
4: I'm Cyberlink I'm Game Buddy and I'm Green Bones Dummy so what should I wear? my pink camouflage gear or the safari (laughs) (laughs) suit?
3: oh boy Man, old rascally Sonya, always thinking about
4: girl stuff. Uh, that was Mindy, actually. That girl. was Mindy Latour quote. Oh, oh man, no. I'm a fake, fake fan. Oh, oh, fake Get kidding. out of here. Walk the plank with you. Cancel. <laughs> <laughs> this has been The
0: Hill is Always Greener, <laughs> and we'll see you on the other side. Oh, oh, oh. oh me I'll ass cheeks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, don't do that. Oh I wouldn't like that at
4: all. <laughs> oh dingo, this skeleton's turned me into a plank and now people are walking all
1: over me and getting wet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, obviously why am I Australian
2: too?
5: <laughs> it's spreading sleep. <laughs> Can we yeah, hurry this up? Virus. I gotta
2: fight Geese Howard.
5: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, oh.
4: Get out of here. <sighs> oh dear, I do it. In in university, we had we there was like a meme in the friend group of just if you don't know what to say when there's a lull in the conversation, just start singing the Sonic Underground theme song. <laughs> but exclusively doing a Sean Connery voice because of the fair. Sean, <laughs> underground. A Sean, Sean, I long for <laughs> my I children, made but I have to wait to act too soon could
0: shield their fate. <laughs>
3: <laughs> to
0: shield indeed.
3: You're the hedge now, hog. <laughs> <laughs>